Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle, rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could tune in. I'm excited about this uh, this topic today because not only are we going to be talking about maybe what you might consider a different spin on sustainability in schools, but we're also going to be talking to one of my favorite humans on the planet. Our guest today is Arlethea Brown. She is the Senior Director of School Nutrition at the Camden City School District in Camden, New Jersey, and I have had the privilege and honor of working with her since about 2015, and uh, I'm really excited to share some of the things that she's been doing when it comes to sustainability as it pertains to school nutrition. This is a big, important part of having a sustainable school district, and I can't think of anybody better to talk to us about it than Arlethea. So welcome to Go Green Radio, Arlethea. I am thrilled to have you on. Jill, thank you so much, and I'm just happy to just have an opportunity to share about the good news and the great things that's happening in Camden. And of course, you know, we've been friends for so long and I appreciate just having the opportunity to have someone like you to support our initiatives and help us with our sustainability projects and just keep us encouraged and going. Well, it may, it's really easy when the people I get to work with are people like you, and I know our listeners are going to feel the same way. Um, Arlethea, I'd love to start by having you talk to us about your role as the Senior Director of School Nutrition for the Camden City School District. What are some of your main responsibilities? And give us an idea of how many people work in your department. Thanks, Jill. So I have a direct team of about seven individuals, but we have about 90 staffers that work with our school nutrition department, including our food service management company. But my role is not just about making sandwiches here in Camden. (laughs) It includes ensuring fresh, local, and healthy food choices are available. We serve approximately 10,000 students on a daily basis, and in my work specifically, I collaborate with the food service management company and many stakeholders across our community. We expand resources and create opportunities, ensuring that our students are ready to thrive and ready to tackle the day. It's my goal and my objective to make a difference and be a change agent, not just in the work that I'm providing, but just for the community as a whole that I grew up in and that I serve. I love that. And, and, you know, the heart that you put into your work shows in absolutely every respect. You know, we're going to talk about the food and the beverages in a minute, but Mm -hmm. when you and I first met back in 2015, There was another issue uh, that the school district was facing. New Jersey has some pretty uh, stringent recycling laws. They put them on the books back in 1987, actually, and and Mm -hmm. they require schools to recycle. And at that time, the Camden City School District needed a hand uh, complying with those laws. And one of your local companies, Covanta, knew that that was work that I did, um, that I had worked with them for many years. So they said, hey, do you think you could help? 
Camden City School District, I said 100%. And so that's when you and I met and we had to collaborate um, together and you had to collaborate with your staff and your Aramark vendor in order to get the kitchen areas compliant with recycling laws. I'd love for you to talk to us a little bit about what it took to get recycling going in the Camden City School District Nutrition Department. Jill, I remember that time just like it was yesterday. I can remember when we were asked to shut down the refrigerators and the freezer just to, you know, just support with the electrical uh, issues that we were having around sustainability. And I'm like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> um, but in addition to that, you know, we, we needed to change the mindset of our staff. We needed to tell our staff that they needed to do a little bit more than what they were responsible doing for doing, but it was for the greater good. It was changes that were necessary, things that we had to do, and I'm really glad that we had an opportunity to learn more about what those changes should have been then and what we're doing now. Instead of just opening cans and throwing out garbage, we had to clean out the cans, right? We need to mm -hmm. make sure that we're recycling, putting things in the right containers so that they could be discarded properly. We're not just throwing out food. We're recircumventing our food back into our program. If we're doing a salad, guess what? Maybe that same salad can, you know, work in another food option mm -hmm. that we're serving. We had to sit down and determine where we could make changes and how we needed to implement them. We had to train our staff and then hold team members accountable, not just our school nutrition staff, but the staff across the district. We had to begin to build a new mindset in our district, and I think that we did a great job doing it. We learned to be better partners. We learned how to be advocates. We learned to show and prove that this work makes a difference. And guess what? It just it makes life better. But guess what? It was really easy. It wasn't as hard as anyone thought. Um, just working with our facilities team and during that time, I don't know if you remember, Mike Chester was really yes. a part of making sure that we put things in place. And it was an exciting time. And I'm just glad to have had the time to be able to learn more about sustainability projects and how we can make things better. It made me a better director. Well, and I think, you know, that kind of spawned some additional sustainability work in Camden City School District when you guys realized, hey, this really isn't that hard. What else could we do? Because it felt good to tackle that one issue. And then we moved on from there. So um, I love it. I love it. And and during the 2021 and 2022 school year, I know that the Camden City School District formed a district green team to meet some new sustainability goals. I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about the CCSD district green team, who serves on the team, and what were some of your goals this year? So thanks for that. So, of course, you know I am on the green team, right? Mm -hmm. We had a consultant, Wells Wilson, who supported our initiatives and helped coordinate us. We have food court members that participated in all of our initiatives and assisted the Camden School Nutrition Team on many projects. And the operations team from Mike Chester to Quincy and Santi, we had some veterans on our team, Ms. Debbie Goodman, who's one mm -hmm. of our award 
winning sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, we partner with our maintenance and facility managers. Uh, we had a host of teachers and school support personnel, uh, school nutrition staffers, um, just making a difference in reducing footprints to make the world a better place. In addition, Guess what? Let's not forget you, Jill. You are part <laughs> of our team, and you've been one of the greatest cheerleaders that we've had in this process. And mm-hmm. it was and is our goal to do our best with using green products and asking vendors to reduce packaging and recycling food and garbage, uh, just building a sustainable gardens and increasing nutrition education and building opportunities that can sustain our efforts and create a better future. Listen, it takes everyone to be a part of this team. And I'm just glad that we have members that's willing to do so. You know, you said a mouthful there, Arlethea, because, you know, I've been working with K through 12 school districts for 20 years now. Um, That's the Go Green Initiative just turned 20 years old this year. And, you know, I see different school districts where sustainability work is really siloed in departments. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, maintenance and operations team may not know what the school nutrition department is doing and the facilities department may not know what the education and instruction folks are doing when it comes to sustainability. And so you guys have done a really smart thing and I think a really helpful thing in bringing together people from across many departments in the school district together on one district green team you know, where you kind of set these goals and talk them through together. And I'd love to get your perspective. How do you think it's been helpful to have a district green team that was comprised of people from many different departments within the district? So, Jill, it was helpful because, first off, we have an operations team in the Camden City School District that works in the silo, which is Camden School Nutrition, the um, IT team, um, our facilities and maintenance team, um, our operations team is you know, just managed by all of those that's supporting in all operations. But all of our work overlaps. When we talk about trash and recycling in the kitchen, recycling supports our maintenance team by ensuring that we're discarding uh, trash appropriately, that we're ensuring that our workspaces are clean. The maintenance team supports our land projects where we're incorporating our school gardens. So they're helping us with building our gardens. They're helping us with maintaining it. And these are some of the building um, changes that we've made to bring about sustainable efforts to provide access to meals. Our school garden projects are really big right now. Mm -hmm. And just helping uh, our school leaders and our school staff with understanding the the difference between the work that we do in school nutrition and how it's paired with our maintenance team, it's important for us to be able to share these things out and talk about how these programs and processes are overlapping. You see, it all connects. The more you work together, the easier the process and the less responsibility because everyone is doing their part. Exactly. And and I think that that's a real testament for uh, the wisdom that Camden and, and other school districts like Camden have shown in developing this district green team. I love it. Uh, we're going to get into some of the school nutrition related action items in just a minute, but I'd love to have you talk to us a little bit more about the Sustainable Jersey for Schools program and why the Camden City School District is involved in it. 
Sure. So Sustainable Jersey for Schools is a program that supports school districts with developing healthier school communities with incentives to reduce costs, generate funding to support school communities that's balancing and building sustainable programs. I'm not sure if you know, we're a little competitive here in Canvas. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about so, you guys, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can just have our we can't just have our basketball team and our football team awarding uh, winning awards. We want the district to win as a whole, and winning is just in our blood and our DNA here. So we win with building opportunities, growing as a community, and we want to get it right when we want to shine by utilizing our skills and willingness just to make a difference. So the Sustainable Jersey for Schools program is happening across the whole state of New Jersey, and I have to tell you, Newark is doing a great job, and that's what we want to be sitting right next to Newark when these awards come down just to show that school districts are doing great, incredible things to make sure that we have a clean, healthy living happening in our communities. I love that. And and as you know, um, and maybe our listeners know, I, I work with Newark as well. Um, mm -hmm. The Go Green Initiative has been working with them since about 2013. And I love the 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 northern and southern state uh, friendly competition that you guys yeah. have around sustainable Jersey for schools. It makes both communities even better. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, there's so much more to talk about, about the sustainable school nutrition program in Camden City School District in Camden, New Jersey. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could tune in. And if you're just joining us, 
Let me catch you up. Our guest today is Arlethea Brown. She is the Senior Director of School Nutrition in the Camden City School District in Camden, New Jersey. And as a school district, they've been working really hard on a variety of sustainability issues. And they've been following some of the guidelines and actually winning awards in a program called Sustainable Jersey for Schools. And I, you know, I've seen every green schools program that the U.S. offers. And Sustainable Jersey for Schools is one of my favorites. It's also one of the most rigorous programs. It's hard to win awards uh, and it's hard to qualify, uh, you know, for because they really want you to document what you're doing. And so when a school district like Camden City School District wins awards, when they win recognition, it's a big deal. Um, and, and it means that they've done they've done a lot of work and they've done it right. One of the sustainable Jersey for Schools action items that Camden's been working on is called Breakfast After the Bell. And Arlethea, before we talk about how you guys do Breakfast After the Bell, I want to just get your sense of why a Breakfast After the Bell program is important for students, just as a, in a general way. Sure. So our Breakfast After the Bell program is used to ensure students late students, students that forgot breakfast, students rushing, students that, you know, just so that they have access to meals. Breakfast is the first meal of the day. The time, really, it just doesn't matter. But what matters is that the first meal of the day is fueling our students, and that's what we want to do with our program and our Breakfast After the Bell initiatives. I'm not sure about you, but I can't think if I'm hungry. So we want to make sure that, you know, all of our students are, in fact, ready for the day and that they have healthy options and nutritious uh, fresh uh, fruit and things that's going to help them thrive. So we start right after the bell rings. Our breakfast after the bell program um, just is right at the start of our buildings and all of our access points to make sure that as students are coming in, uh, no matter the time, that they have something to get them started and geared up to learn. I love it. I love it. And I have seen, because I looked at what you guys submitted to Sustainable Jersey for Schools mm -hmm. on this item, I've seen pictures of some of the, the uh, you know, the carts and things like that that you use. But tell us a little bit more about specifically how your breakfast after the bell works on your various campuses. Give us a little bit more detail. Sure. So we start out with a regular full breakfast spread on our lines in the cafeterias. After the bell rings, we move to the hallways and to the doors to serve the students as they're entering. After about 30 minutes or so, we start making our way back to the cafeteria. And if there's any students entering the building after that time, then they can come in and get a grab-and-go meal and take it straight to their classroom. We have grab-and-go meals pre-packaged and in a cup and other packaging options available for students for the ease of service and consumption. We believe you can eat and learn, but you cannot learn without eating, right? Mm -hmm. So we do what we can to make sure that it's easy for the students and that they have the ability to discard their trash, you know, in their classroom and in hallways around the buildings. It's an awesome process, and I'm glad that we're able to do it. Sometimes we're not able to go into the classroom because we're not mm -hmm. able to maintain a temperature of food that's sitting in the classrooms. So it's necessary for us to make sure that we have station.
stations um, in the hallways and in the door areas to ensure that we're keeping food safe and students have the options available to them to take, take them wherever they're going in the building. I love it. And, you know, it's kids are so reliant on adults to get to school. There's so many reasons why a child might be late for school or might not be able to get to school early enough for the school breakfast program. I know that, you know, we work with a lot of teenagers, you know, with some of our sustainability programs. And, uh, you know, because of their parents' work schedules, they're responsible for getting their younger siblings to school. So they have to, Mm -hmm. you know, make quite a trek and walking their, their, younger siblings around to their various campuses before they get to their high school campus. And that's just one example. A bus could be late, you know, a parent's car could break down or whatever. However they get to school, there's a million reasons why they, you know, might not be able to make it on time. And the fact that you guys are making sure that their little tummies are full (laughs) before they try to learn is is really awesome and um, is really, I'm sure, making a big impact on student learning outcomes. You know, yeah, go ahead. So I was going to say during the pandemic, we had some challenges around busing and uh, transportation, and some of our students had to come in a little bit later, Um, Mm -hmm. but we wanted to make sure that everyone had a meal and that they had an option of getting a cold or a hot option meal available to them. So I'm just glad that as a district as a whole, we're doing what we can to make sure that we're providing the right services for our students. Absolutely. I know that one of the other Sustainable Jersey for Schools action items in that program that um, Camden City School District worked on this year is called Promote Locally Grown Foods. And Arlethea, I'd love for you to give us some perspective. In Camden, New Jersey in particular, why do you feel like it's valuable to promote locally grown foods? Sure. So it's important for our students to know that food can be grown in our own communities and or nearby. We live in a garden state, but our district is in an urban city-like community. You can grow in the city. I see people grow in New York all the time. Mm -hmm. And we want our students to know that there are farmers that look like you and me. Mm-hmm. We've learned that some of our students may or may not know how certain food is grown. And mm-hmm. it's our duty as adults and it's our responsibility to make sure students learn how food is produced, grown, just before we serve it. We partner with organizations like the Common Market, which happens to be one of our Full Future members, which is a collective that supports our school nutrition program with procurement incentives, allowing us to bring Jersey-grown produce, produce to the table and introducing our students to food that wouldn't normally be served in an urban district in a school setting. It's important to support our local farmers because our local farmers are providing food sold in our markets. With all of our supply chain issues happening right now, we can support the supply and demand and keep our growers growing. I'm just really glad that promoting local foods is not just part of the Camden City School District, but is part of the city as a whole. And here in Camden, we're doing what we can. We may not be able to have all of the resources available, but we're expanding those resources for every member of our community. I I love it on every single level, Arlethea, because, you know, you mentioned supply chain issues and for child nutrition services, 
across the country, this was a huge issue this past school year, and and it could be again. Uh, you know, when you have to rely on shipments of food that come from far away, that gets tricky when supply chain issues that are beyond your control um, can impact what kind of food and how much you can get and where it's coming from. So yeah. there's just so many reasons to support locally grown food. You know, it's mm-hmm. that's that's awesome. I know that you also participate in the Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Program. And for our listeners who may not know much about that program, talk to us about it and, and tell us how it benefits students. Sure. So who doesn't need a snack in the middle of the day to get you all fueled up and ready to learn, right? So yes. we're not just providing snacks um, that are sugary-based. We're not doing that at all. We're not trying to fill a sweet tooth. We're using our fresh fruit and vegetable program to serve and introduce healthy snacks to our students. We use this program to introduce and serve as a taste tester for our students. Our food core members support our teachers with lessons, supporting the wherewithal and the knowledge of the food and snacks that we serve. I'm so excited that we have new schools coming on board this year, and the majority of our elementary school students will participate. We have served Jersey-grown produce through our Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Program, and this program is about promoting fruit and vegetables and familiarizing our students with items that they can purchase in the store or food that they may not have seen. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm incredibly uh, elated to be bringing on more sites this year. I'm so thankful to the state of New Jersey and Janet Seeley, who is one of our uh, cheerleaders from the state that ensures that we have these types of programs happening um, and that we have the ability to serve these types of programs to our students. I love it. I love it. And I know that you also participate in the Farm to School program. I'm sure that a lot of our listeners don't know about that program. So I'd love for you to tell us more about it and, you know, how Camden students are enjoying it and benefiting from it. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of programs, uh, school districts or folks in the community may think it's always about providing dollars or funding to support your initiatives, but sometimes it's just a matter of having additional resources and opportunities. And Farm to School supports us with our marketing tactics and strategies and sharing out good news and building momentum in our community and highlighting all of the good that we're doing while partnering with our farmers and food cores and expanding and reaching out and bridging the gaps between school nutrition, policymakers, and others that support our industry. So the Farm to School Network, we have a new person, Nicole Broadwaters, and I'm like really itching to, you know, get a meeting with her so that way we are absolutely sharing out all of the good news and all of the great things that's happening in Camden. I think that's really exciting. And I will be looking at your Facebook page and other social media sites to see how that goes. You know, one of the things that, um, you know, we know about Camden is that uh, sometimes it can be tough to find fresh fruits and vegetables and organic, you know, all these different types of, of healthy foods in the neighborhood that you live in. I mean, th- th- it's it's not uh, always easy to get to a grocery store. It's not always easy to get to a market that has fresh fruits and vegetables. And the fact that you are providing these things 
for school meals. And in a minute, we're going to talk about, you know, school meals aren't just lunch anymore. Um, but the fact that that you are so proactive in bringing these programs to Camden City School District is is pretty thrilling and pretty inspiring. I, I just, I think it's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we have so much more to talk about with Arlethea Brown, the Senior Director of School Nutrition in the Camden City School District. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you're with us today. And if you just tuned in, let me catch you up. Our guest today is Arlethea Brown, and she is the Senior Director of School Nutrition for the Camden City School District in Camden, New Jersey. And one of the things that we've been talking about um, is, is how her school nutrition program is bringing in fresh fruits and vegetables. She's partnered with the farm to school program. Um, she's promoting locally grown food. And this is, this is a big deal when you're in a very urban environment. It's not always easy to get a hold of locally produced food or fresh fruits and vegetables, just given the supply chain issues that have to be overcome um, when you're trying to bring food from, you know, a growing area into a more urban area. And Arlethea is, is an all hands on deck kind of woman. And that's why I love working with her. She has proactively gotten out there and made these partnerships happen so that the children in the Camden City School District are eating healthy, tasty, appetizing, and really nutritious, sustainable food. And so I'm excited to have her on the show. 
Uh, Arlethea, I know that you mentioned this a little bit in the last segment. You partnered with Common Market so that you could Mm -hmm. expand the use of locally grown food um, and expand fresh menu options for students. Um, Tell us a little bit more about Common Market because this, this may be brand new information for our listeners. So tell us more. Sure. So Common Market comes to us through, uh, I mentioned earlier, the, a food collective that we have with Campbell Soup Company. And they're a nonprofit organization that supports us with building partnerships with farmers while serving as an agent to bring local produce to our school district. Common Market is a change agent. They listen and they serve. They have helped us in so many outlets and have allowed our partnership to flourish and expand. Can you believe that we're serving asparagus in our community, (laughs) kale salads and breakfast salads and blueberries in an urban school district like Camden? These things make me proud. We're proud that we're providing high-quality, healthy choices, and the common market is helping us to do so. Hiley and Rachel Terry over at that team, they're doing incredible work, not just in Camden, but in Bridgeton and Newark and other school districts like Camden, and they are the support that we need to help us with bridging those gaps that we have between our school nutrition programs and our farmers. I love that. Yay, common market. Next time I'm in Camden, I want to I want to meet some of those folks. So maybe we, you yeah. can hook me up. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, you know, one of the things that I've seen in school districts is that sometimes we have adults doing amazing things in schools to make the school at uh, the school district more sustainable. But the kids never know. It's a really good secret. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. maybe the building is more energy efficient, but the kids never know that and they don't get a chance to learn about all the the work that adults have been doing to make their campuses more sustainable. But mm-hmm. that's not true when it comes to the Camden School Nutrition Program, because you're doing some innovative things to create learning opportunities for students. So it's not just, oh, yay, we have blueberries. No, they get to learn more about food uh, through some of the educational Uh, opportunities that you're providing. And I'd love for you to tell us more about that. Yeah. So just this week, Jill, we, School Nutrition, had a workshop for our students. It was called Get Fit with Brown. We actually (laughs) titled it Get Buff with Brown, but we didn't want anyone to think that we were doing bodybuilding, right? (laughs) So we had a guest fitness instructor with the last name Brown, and he just happened to be my brother. Oh, yes. (laughs) And he shared the importance of fueling your body and especially how to take care of your body and what foods students should be eating to stay fueled. And he helped to help the students to to learn their bodies. Mm -hmm. It was exciting to see the students paying attention and understanding the importance of healthy meal choices. These are the types of things that we're doing here to help our students and setting themselves up for success and making the right choices to build strength and energy. You know, you think school nutrition, school food, it's always about breakfast and lunch. But Mm -hmm. we're about the whole student. We want to make sure that not only are we just feeding them food, but we're feeding them with information to help them with making the right choices. 
Well, and I even saw something that you guys did, Arlethia, that I thought was awesome. Um, I saw an email that you guys sent to teachers, and I think somehow it had to do with pineapple salsa. I got a little distracted because that sounded so good <laughs> that I got hungry. But I also saw that there were some ways that teachers could introduce some learning opportunities in the classroom related to this recipe. And 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 I don't know if you can tell us more about that, but like I said, I got a little distracted around the, the recipe itself because I was hungry at the time. But tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so we are ensuring that not only are we doing things in the in the cafeteria and kitchens, but we're in the classroom. So we're using our food court members and we're using our fresh fruit and vegetable programs and all the other programs that support the whole program as a whole. And uh, we're sharing out good things. We've been bringing in local product from the common market, uh, like the salsa, the pineapple salsa, the regular salsa, to incorporate like taste testers in the classroom mm -hmm. so that students can try it out before they come into the cafeteria and make a selection. So it's been incredible because we're getting everybody on board. Um, it's not just about the students, it's the adults too. And yes. uh, guess what? The adults are the folks that the children are watching during the school day. So incorporating these things and incorporating them in our curriculum programs and the lessons in the classroom, um, it just supports and overlaps. Again, we talked about overlapping earlier, and this is how a lot of our work does, in fact, get to our students. I love it. And and those are the kinds of conversations that can come up in seconds or, or minutes in a district green team meeting where you can share what you're doing. And then somebody on the education side says, hey, what if we just add a couple of lines here? You know, teachers are already teaching about, you know, physical fitness or nutrition because that's in the curriculum. How about if we do this? And and I love it. I love this this cross you know, uh, collaboration. So in addition to, to making sure that food is, is healthy, beverages are healthy, you know, you've got to make sure that they're, they're safe and they're, you know, they're not contaminated and things like that. And so what are some of the things that you think about as you're working to ensure that the food and beverages that you serve are as healthy and as free from contamination as they can be? Sure. So you have to know, and the work that I'm doing is very personal to me. So when I'm thinking about these things, I'm thinking about my own family. I'm thinking about my past, my future. I'm thinking about other families and resources and opportunities that we can bring to the table and how we can make the world just a little bit better. How can we share what we know? How can we do better? What is the latest and the greatest? They're the things that I'm thinking about. Are we doing the right things? And how can we support just one person? And in supporting one, then we may actually support someone else. I love my community. And knowing we are feeding and sharing allows me to sleep at night. It takes the, these types of projects and initiatives. It helps us to understand what our needs are. So when I am making plans and ensuring that we have the right options available and uh, food is free and no one is struggling, I'm thinking about how I can make a change and how I can bring someone else on board to make that same change and then we're growing and expanding opportunities and resources in our community. I love that. 
you know, it's one thing to provide healthy food, but if it isn't appetizing to students, they may not participate in the school nutrition program. So how do you incorporate students' opinions and preferences into your school nutrition program, Arlethea? Sure, that's a good question. We have Friday Fridays, which I borrowed the concept from one of mm-hmm. my peers in Patterson, New Jersey. We survey our students. Uh, we have our taste testing days. We have round tables that are run by our school superintendent, who is mm-hmm. incredible, by the way. Mm-hmm. We share our ideas with our students, and we put students first and ensure that students have a voice. And that's something that, as a superintendent of our school district, she wants to ensure that all of our students have a voice in our program. And that's what we're doing. We're listening. We're learning. We're not just sharing and putting out. We're working together as a school community to ensure that we have healthy food options. But that food is appetizing to our students because guess what? Our program only runs based on participation. So if we're not doing what we can to ensure that we're giving students what they like, they're not going to come in and participate. Yep, that's well said. And, you know, that's one of the the principles of sustainability is and, and justice as well as having people have meaningful participation and meaningful input into the systems around them. So I love that you do that. And, you know, in addition to breakfast and lunch, you have an after school snack, you have a dinner and a child and adult care food program. You have all these programs. Tell us a little bit more about how those programs work in Camden. Sure. So prior to the pandemic, we had a brunch program for our students. Imagine brunch on a Saturday morning Mm -hmm. with pancakes and waffles, croissants and hot chocolate, fruit buffets, breakfast salads and fresh omelets. Can I get a reservation for next Saturday? (laughs) That sounds good. We use our child and adult care food program and provide nutrition education classes for our students and families, which allow me to serve free brunch meals to our students at a minimum cost for our adults. We mainly serve dinner meals to our students after school. However, there are a few that we actually serve snacks to. Our dinner program fuels our students that participate in our athletic programs. Mm. However, you know that we have to have a curriculum-based program with it. So we have homework help and test support uh, for our students. And students are welcome to come in and get a hot meal all at the same time. Why not? This not only supports students, but it gives parents a break, and it supplements budgets by reducing food costs at home for our students. Mm -hmm. So we're doing our regular breakfast and lunch, but we do our fresh fruit and vegetable program. We have our procurement and setting program and bringing in those fresh products. And then, of course, our child and adult care food program, which is where we're doing our dinner and our snack programs for our students and our brunch program. When I think about brunch, I think about what I do on a Saturday with my Mm -hmm. mom, right? Mm -hmm. On Saturdays, we hang out. Why can't we provide that for all of our students? You know, in New Jersey, we are known for our diners. So why not have a diner concept in our schools and have an inviting, appetizing food options available to our students? And so these are the things that we're doing here in Camden. And it's so incredible. 
resource and opportunity. And guess what? We're doing it all together. I love it. And it's so innovative and so inspiring. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but don't go away because we have so much more with Arlethea Brown right after this. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. We are talking about sustainability in schools through the lens of a school nutrition program. And one of my favorite case studies of success is the Camden City School District in Camden, New Jersey. And we're joined today by my good friend, Arlethea Brown, who is the Senior Director of School Nutrition for the district. Um, Arlethea, you mentioned earlier that, you know, the Campbell Soup Company is one of your uh, partners and Campbell's headquarters is located in Camden. I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about your partnership with them and maybe some of the other community partnerships that you have. Sure. So Campbell Soup Company uh, committed to a 10-year healthy communities program in Camden through their Camden Foundation. It started with some of our charter schools, and now they're supporting our public schools. This commitment is an investment to food access combined with nutrition education, infrastructure changes, and fostering a school nutrition environment, supporting the work of our school nutrition team, and expanding opportunities and resources uh, in our community. I'm proud to participate in this great opportunity. This opportunity supplements our program with tools and resources that we may not be able to afford. Can you believe we have executive chefs helping us with execution and menu Mm. development and hydroponic farmers setting us greens, growing indoors? This partnership opened doors that were closed and helped us to build um, and hammer to break through barriers. We are making Fresh Salsa, partnering with American Water, Food Bank of South Jersey, Wellness in the Schools out of New York, Food Corps, Alliance for a Gen- 
Generation Common Market, and our newest member, Center for Family Services. We're working together for the common good of our community. I think that's amazing. I think I also saw the 76ers were involved, something like yes. that. Yes. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty yes. cool. <laughs> you know, I think you know, school nutrition programs really got uh, skylined during the pandemic because it was the first mm-hmm. time that some people realized what a vital source of food this is uh, in in some communities that it, you know, it's not just a, well, if you don't have time to pack your lunch, we've got you you covered. This is actually a significant source of, of nutrition. And during the pandemic, your program was was vital and not just for Camden students, but for Camden families as well. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about what you and your staff did, particularly during the lockdown to keep children and families fed. Sure. So first thing, it was really scary, not mm-hmm. understanding what was to come. But something told me that we were going to have a long road, and here we are still moving mm-hmm. forward. We started out with meal distribution twice a week and then went on to grab-and-go prepackaged meals, which we did for several months, and then transitioned to a meal delivery system and grew meals to 80000 weekly. In addition to meal delivery, we transitioned to what some may call bulk meals, but we called them groceries. We wanted it to be familiar to our community. We shared recommended instructions with menus, and we partnered with our partnerships with Common Market and Food Bank of South Jersey, and we distributed food boxes, and we had pantries going through our programs and all through the community. We truly learned the true meaning of partnership through uh, the pandemic. I will say the school nutrition staff worked tirelessly to feed the community day and night to increase resources and ensure food was ready and available to serve. And I'd like to take this time to say thank you to them because it was our school nutrition food service teams that we call our front line. While folks were working from home, our team was in buildings and working with masks and sanitizers and gloves, et cetera, mm-hmm. with no break-in services just till this school year. So I'm incredibly grateful for the team that I partner with to ensure that food access is happening in our community. That is amazing, Arlethia. And I encourage our, our listeners to check out uh, the School of Nutrition Facebook page and scroll back to those days of the lockdown. Some of the stories that were done and some of the photos that were taken around that time um, are just nothing short of awe-inspiring. You know, you mentioned earlier that you had some food core uh, fellows mm-hmm. in your district. That's a, I think that's a program out of AmeriCorps. Um mm-hmm. I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about the work that they did for your school nutrition department. Oh, wow, yes. We have Bridget, Ben, and Emma here supporting our program, um, helping us bridge the gap between school meals, farmers, and the classroom. They supported with expansions of school gardens, nutrition education in the classroom. They supported our Tri-Day Fridays and taste testers. Um, They did surveys, school and community events, and supported the community with engagement. But most important, 
they make information uh, available to our communities in the classroom, online, and in social media. We're working with Food Corps to create a career pathway to school nutrition. We mm-hmm. actually brought in one of the food court members who's now Emma. She's now one of my direct team members. We mm-hmm. have to build change agents, and this is how we do it. I am so grateful to the food court team, and uh, there are one of our direct partners that's here with me just about every day. So thank you for asking me about them. They're an yeah. incredible partner, and I hope other school districts just like Camden bring in food court to help support their school nutrition initiatives. They've been really valuable. I, I I think that's a great program, Food Corps. If your school nutrition department hasn't explored this, check it out. Um, Arlethia, why do you think it's important to involve the school nutrition department in school district sustainability plans? So school nutrition has grown from just feeding our children to feeding families and promoting good health nutrition with a balance. We're here to nurture, feed, and care about our community. Our community is what we make it to be. We want to promote clean, healthy living, and this happens with just being good stewards of the earth and the towns we all live in. In order to survive, you have to eat, and we're eating from the land we tend, oceans we swim, right? Fish, mm-hmm. poultry, eggs, grains of any sorts, apples, watermelons. If we don't clean up and maintain a clean environment, little by little, we won't see change. We have to see change. The pandemic taught us that everything is not forever. We're having shortages right now with baby formula, tampons, Mm -hmm. toilet paper, and food. We see the supermarkets bare, and let's not talk about the oil and the gas. We have to begin rebuilding and sustaining what we have so that our children and our children's children can enjoy life and eat nutritious, fresh food options and live healthy from years to come. So it's important to make sure that school nutrition departments are building sustainable plans and objectives in our school communities. Arlethia, if we were in church right now, I'd give you an amen because that was so (laughs) well said. Um, You know, clean, healthy, nutritious food um, is one of the bases of our survival. And when school nutrition programs are taking that into account um, and teaching students about how that's done, um, what a tremendous uh, learning opportunity and resource for those students. And that can happen everywhere, urban, suburban, rural areas. Camden is leading the way and showing us that, um, you know, in, in an urban school environment, this is this is very doable um, with somebody who at the the leadership uh, helm like you, Arlethia. And I want to thank you so much for joining us today and uh, illuminating this important topic about the sustainability aspects of school nutrition. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. We love you guys. And uh, we are going to be here same time, same place next week with more Go Green Radio. So until then, have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green.
Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week.